This is Alan Olson, America Dreams, the keys to life success. And this is Nadine Camera, and we're talking about how to live the life you want to live. What are your dreams? What do you want out of life? And what defines success? Today we're going to talk about effectively managing goals and how to prosper in life. You know, at the beginning of each year, our family sits down and we plan out our goals for the year. Uh, they include goals involving various categories where we talk about family unity goals, recreational goals, spiritual goals. The process of yearly goals has become a tradition in our family. Uh, the kids have been taught the importance of setting goals in their life. It's interesting. I have seven kids. And, uh, you know, people will say, seven kids in the Bay Area? And, uh, you know, I tell the story. I said, well, look, we, we started in with seven kids before uh, when my wife and I first got married. We decided that was what we wanted in our life. And, uh, you know, at the time I was working for the IRS, I earned about $17,000 a year. My wife was a school teacher making twenty four, And uh, the first child came shortly into the marriage, and my wife comes into me. She says, I'm, I'm staying home now. And uh, I said, honey, listen. I, I I have an accounting degree, and I can put it down on paper, and I can explain to you that if you stay home, we are going to starve. And my wife turned back to me and says, eh, that's not my problem anymore, is it? So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, anyways, it, 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 it turned out to be an, an interesting adjustment period, but uh, but we stayed with it, and, um, and uh, we have seven kids today, so... Um, one of the things that we have in, in raising raising our kids, which each span is about 18 years from the oldest to youngest. It's almost like we hit a second generation of, of kids and parents in there. Uh, but it's always been about making sure that as we raise the family that we teach the importance of goals in different areas of their life. So we we have, uh, you know, basically uh, four areas that we look at. We have the physical, the spiritual we have financial, educational, and and, and then sometimes we throw in the you know special family or social goals that we have. Um, with the business of life, the next generation needs to be taught how to set goals and how to balance life. You know, well, setting goals is really important, Alan, in all aspects of life, personal goals, vocational goals. I find it really important to write these goals down. How do, how do you suggest individuals form a plan to set and achieve their goals? You know, in our in our uh, my room at home, I have a big uh, wall chart that I put together. And uh, you know what what my wife and I do at at the beginning of the year is we'll first agree on um, you know where are we going at you know within a three to five year period. So we're kind of establishing it. This is our vision. This is where we see ourselves in three to five years. And then we um, we establish after our vision what our core values are. We we break it down into family. You know what do we see within our family? One of the goals there is like we want to have a a safe environment uh, that provides spiritual growth, a stable income, safe environment, a good school, strong relationships. And we go on down the the core values. The so spiritual we fill in our spiritual goals. We put in what our health goals are. Uh, regular exercise we put in like uh, what we want for work and and that typically ends up being stable income and and the balance between uh, the the work and family but it also in a work goal includes uh, giving back to others do you have uh, 
certain uh, time limits or deadlines for each goal plan? That's a good question. Well, in order for us to continue to work on these goals, because really what it is is we're setting a path. Where do we want to be within three to five years? We don't want it to happen accidentally, but we want to be intentional with our delivery. And, uh, and, and so we review this on a quarterly basis. And so we'll say, uh, you know, okay, let's take the family aspect. In the next quarter, what do we want to have? You know, just it, it, it's almost like a business. It sounds very much like it. It's very interesting. It, it's the business of running a family, of running your personal life. Uh, but it's 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 a it, it's been amazing what uh, you know when we put the power of intention to work, what we've been able to accomplish there. For instance, I do real estate, and on a yearly basis, I do a business plan, which sets my goals uh, for sales, etc. On a yearly basis, I write those down. Do, uh, that's a one-year plan. Usually, I go with a one-year plan. Do you have uh, various plans that are maybe short, short-term goals or longer-term? Um, goals that your family wants to succeed in? Absolutely. You know, what we end up at the end of our, within our 90-day windows there is we have these little uh, weekly compartments. And we say, okay, at the end of this week, did we do everything we want to do? And the answer is, of course not. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's good. tough, isn't it? It's tough. It's good intentions. But this is, this is what it's about. It's about growth, about pushing your boundaries, about getting to the next level in life. I think it's excellent. Um, my my son has been, he's in Boy Scouts, and he's taking a time management merit badge, and he's actually writing out a schedule, which is basically his goals, what he intends to do for this week, for this day, for this period of time. And it's really helped him considerably, um, making it, he, now he really wants to make that effort to reach that goal versus Oh, I have to do it, and when am I going to get around to it? So I really think that writing down goals is really important. Let me ask you another question, Alan. Um, after you ext- establish a deadline for the goals, whether it be 90 days or one year, how do you make yourself accountable for them? <laughs> well, that's, that's where this comes in, by writing it down and putting the action plan in place. I'll tell you a quick story. We had uh, my wife and I, my, my, uh, let's see, it's my one, two, three, fourth son. Third son, <laughs> counting up on my fingers here. Uh, he's dyslexic. And, and so we, we had a, a challenge in our public school system because they did not accommodate students that were dyslexic. So he had some special needs. And so we decided that uh, we needed to put him in a special program for dyslexic kids. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this program ran till the eighth grade. And so one of our concerns is when he was transitioning out of this Academy. It was actually Stellar Academy here in Fremont, just working with dyslexic kids, uh, that he would need to roll back into the public school system where we took him out of in the first place. And right. so at the beginning of the year, one of the things I told my wife is I said, we need to figure this out. And so my wife is a researcher. And, and typically researchers love to research, but never come to conclusions. Well, I shouldn't say that categorically, but I'll, I'll, I'll lay that in the case of my wife. She loved to do continual research. So in October, you know, we would check in in our 90-day plans in January and March and et cetera, and she's, well, I'm still looking at this. I got a couple more schools interview. I'm talking to parents. And uh, we were getting all the way to May, and uh, school was beginning to let out. And I said, have you come to a decision yet? She says, no, I'm still working on it. And I said, okay. So 
got in the car, I drove down, signed him up for high school, came back and said, I'm done. She says, you're done with what? I said, well, I put him in public school for the ninth grade because I don't want to be sitting here at the end of uh, the, the beginning of the school year finding he had no place to go. And so she suddenly said, you put him in public school? I said, yeah, it's okay. I don't have a problem at all. I said, we'll, we'll just figure out the dyslexia. Well, the accountability started to kick in. And right. uh, she realized that uh, you know, something needed to be done. And so, but it helped to move her along in her decision process. Did you end up put, keeping him in public school or did you, did you find a specialized school? <laughs> he was in public school for one week. <laughs> and then she found something better. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. She, she found a better program for him. So. Well, you know, I think goals are great, especially when we're talking here about school. Uh, you have a child, uh, for me, I have a son that's a, a sophomore and going to college. And there's a lot of goals that we have to set to make sure he, that he gets into college and to write down. That's excellent. Well, today we're going to be having on Randy Garn. Randy is the author of Prosper, Creating the Life That You Want To. He's a very successful entrepreneur. And we're going to talk about the aspects of uh, developing a passion, following a passion, setting up your own business, and what we call prospering in life. So this is Alan Olson with America Dreams, the Keys of Life Success. We'll be right back with Randy Garn. <music> 